Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 30, 2019, with Friends Like That edition. First up, are you feeling whiplashed by the Trump administration's not daily but hourly change in trade policy? Well, turns out that many large American corporations are feeling the same way. Um, the tariffs are going to and fro in, in addition to being ordered to leave China. So what do you do? As reported in the uh, New York Times, companies are trying to figure out how to uh, embrace uncertainty and unpredictability. Of course, that uh, won't be helpful when um, there's stability uh, after Trump is defeated, but shifting supply chains and reshuffling plans is a part of, uh, unfortunately, normal business now due to uh, President Trump. Um, our lead story of with friends like that, the Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash, DoorDash have pledged $90 million to fight uh, the, a proposed California law that would require them to treat their uh, independent contractors as employees. Uber and Lyft changed that, uh, contend that by changing the legal status of the employees, it puts a fundamental threat to their business. I guess they didn't certainly sign the um, business roundtable statement on the purpose of a corporation about treating your employees fairly. So, um, boy, tough deal for uh, those folks. Uh, next up from uh, Kristen Brogan over in the uh, Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Unit opens up a foreign investigations office. The office will oversee investigations in terrorist financing and other crimes involving illicit finance and will work closely with foreign governments. The um, global investigation, as it is called, uh, will uh, uh, stand up and focus FinCEN's investigative efforts uh, to protect uh, the U.S., this time from overseas. And finally, from Harry Casson, uh, the current uh, publisher of the FCP blog. He took over from his father, Dick Casson, at the start of the year. Breaks the story that Juniper Networks has settled a long-standing FCPA enforcement action. They paid $11.7 million to settle FCPA practices or related to uh, its sales practices in Russia and China. In Russia, uh, the uh, sales employees of the company's Russian subsidiary secret, secretly agreed with third-party partners to increase the discount on sales without passing those discounts on to the customer. These off-book funds were referred to as common funds, and they were not only directed by the uh, sales reps but used as a uh, bribery and corruption fund. In China, from 2009 to 2013, sales employees of the company's Chinese subsidiaries falsified trip and meeting agendas for customers, including public officials that understated the real value of the entertainment. What was particularly troubling about the China situation was that all of these receipts were sent into the legal department for approval, but the company's legal department approved numerous trips without adequate review and after the trips had taken place. With regard to Russia, the company had uh, apparently was long aware of it, uh, but uh, in, indeed uh, found out about it in 2009, but it continued through at least 2013. 
Nevertheless, the company was able to secure a uh, cease and desist order with uh, no admissions of liability with a relatively small fine. And I think this shows the uh, light touch that the government is bringing to FCPA cases. This is certainly good news for businesses going forward. Whether it will continue uh, to do so is obviously an open question. But at this point, it certainly seems that the government is encouraging companies to self-disclose and to clean up their own FCPA messes. If you'd like to listen to a podcast, which is a lot of fun, check out this week's Everything Compliance, where we take a look at Trump's purchase of Greenland from the compliance perspective.